Thank you, sir, uh, for giving me opportunity to talk with you. Yeah, absolutely. Look forward to it. So I've gone through your profile and I thought uh, to tell uh, the work that you are doing to my audience and to the world uh, who is watching and listening to me. What's that? I'm sorry. Can you say that again? I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought uh, to tell about the work that you're doing uh, to my audience and to the world uh, who is following me and uh, who is watching me. Okay. Yeah. So can you please introduce yourself to the world? Uh, and I apologize. You want you want me to say what now? I'm so sorry. One more time. Can you can you please introduce yourself to my? Oh, audience? introduce myself. I'm so sorry, man. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll adjust my earphones here. That's my fault. I'm so sorry. Hold on one second. Okay. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Um, my name is uh, Jeff Thill. Uh, I'm uh, the founder of the band Sonic Descent. I'm super excited to be here today on the show. And uh, man, I, I, I've looked at uh, a lot of your interviews on the show and uh, I, what you're doing is super cool, man. I love it. Yeah, right on. And I'm, I'm super honored to be a guest on your show. So thank you for uh, taking the time to even talk to me. That's awesome. So I've gone through your uh, profile and uh, I have seen uh, the work that you did. Uh, I, I, I really felt amazed. You know, I've, I, I was comparing the tunes that was there inside my mind before meeting you with the music yeah. that you uh, did, you know, yeah. that made me feel like refreshed. It was so, it's so, it was so new and it was so uh, uh, beautiful. Wow. I, <laughs> I am honored that you think that. And, uh, you know, uh, whenever you're creating anything, if it's a painting or, like you're doing, reaching out to people and trying to discover new things, you know, throughout the world. Um, sometimes you're doing it in a vacuum, you know, you, you're doing it by yourself. You know, you don't have anybody else telling you if it's good, it's bad, what they think about it. So someone like you, who I've never met before, to tell me that you really loved it, uh, it means a lot to me. So thank you. That's great. Uh, that's, that's awesome to hear. So where are you from? Where do you live? Uh, I'm from California. I've lived here my entire life. Uh, so that is uh, specifically San Diego, California. That's where I grew up. Um, and now I live in a little town called Temecula, which is just north. And uh, there's a bunch of wineries around here. So it's kind of a nice place to just chill out and, uh, you know, be able to write music and do fun stuff. So when did you start uh, music and who inspired you and uh, what made you to become a musician? Uh, so, uh, when I was a kid and you can tell I'm a little bit older, right? So, uh, uh, I, I grew up, uh, with great bands, uh, in the seventies and the eighties, right? And, um, my favorite band of all time. And the one that inspired me the most is a band called Devo. I don't know if you're, you know who they are. It's spelled D E V O. And they were just, completely out of the blue. No one had ever seen that kind of music before. They they wore weird costumes. The music sounded different. They had a really weird message that was kind of fun. And it was so different that it inspired me to go, man, I, I should start learning how to play an instrument. You know, maybe I could, you know, be a musician. And um, and that's how it started. And then I joined a band with a bunch of friends of mine and we played all throughout California, and um, ever since then, I've kind of gone from band to band, um, doing music for the last, um, gosh, like 35 years. Yeah, so. 
Yeah. So, so uh, ban- yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, so what is what is what is the work that you did all these years? Can you tell uh, uh, in detail how you started and uh, what was your first tune? The first song, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, sure. So, um, for a long time, I played in bands where I did not write the music. I was just playing music in bands and loving it and going on stage and having fun. But um, eventually, uh, in the in the late '90s, I started writing music. And the reason that I wrote music was because I was inspired by something very strange that had happened to me in my life. Um, and if it's okay with you, I'll go back for one second and explain what that was, the, the weird thing that happened. Is that okay? Good. So back in the 90s, for years and years, I was a stand-up comic. I would do stand-up comedy on stage, you know, and also play music. And I had a friend who said, hey, if you want to get some good material, some good ideas for stand-up comedy, you should go to this UFO convention. And this is a place, by the way, where people would go to talk about aliens and UFOs and all the weird stuff in the sky and conspiracy theories, right? Uh, And I thought that's very funny. Yes, I will go and I will probably write down a bunch of stuff and I'll make a bunch of jokes about it and I'll go back and ha ha, right? And it was funny and that and that's how it went for a while, but eventually there was a guy talking at one of these UFO conventions and he was not some weird dude. He was an actual doctor, an emergency room physician, and he was telling very weird stories about when he would go to a country club near his house and have a drink and he would run into these retired military people, you know, guys that used to work in NORAD, um, the Air Force, the Marines, the Navy, um, people that were brigadier generals, you know, way back when Eisenhower was president. And after they'd had a few drinks, they started talking to him about UFOs and flying saucers and aliens. And he was shocked to learn that they said, it's all real. It's really out there and we really know about it and it's all hidden. Well, over the course of a few years, he started gathering all these witnesses who wanted to talk about it, who wanted to be videotaped, you know, just like I'm doing today, you know, our interview. And he decided he wanted to put together all these witnesses to talk about this and tell the world about it. And You can see it on the internet right now. It's called The Disclosure Project, and it's also a Netflix special called Unacknowledged. But the man's name was Dr. Stephen Greer, and he had dozens and dozens of military witnesses, government witnesses. And he said, if anyone out there in the audience knows how to edit video and knows how to film, help me out. I need you. And I thought, this is weird. I'm going to I'm going to walk up to him and talk to him and say, hey, man, I'll help you. So I did. I'm like, hey, I only have a little Macintosh computer, but I work in Hollywood. I work at a post-production studio. I know how to do this. I'll help you. And he's like, cool. And we exchanged phone numbers. Then I forgot about it for like a month. All of a sudden I get a phone call. Hey, can I buy you a plane ticket, take you all the way out from California to North Carolina? And I want you to meet at my house 
with all these witnesses so we can do this. And I was like, oh my God, okay, I guess this is real. All right. I went out there and I met all these people and I, my mind was blown because, you know, like you, I don't know how you feel about aliens and UFOs, but I, I didn't believe in it. I just thought, yeah, maybe, who knows, you know. But once you meet these people, guy that used to work for Eisenhower, a guy that worked with, you know, 21 nuclear missiles, a guy that worked on a, you know, giant nuclear aircraft carrier. And they're dead serious. This is real, dude. I went home stunned. I couldn't believe it. And I just kind of sat there and my wife was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I'm shocked. This is real. About two months later, all of these videotapes showed up at my house and they were all of the interviews that they had done. And I started to go through them one at a time. And again, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You know, all of these guys who have never met each other were telling the same story about how it's covered up, how the government works, um, how it's possible that there's aliens and UFOs and how we've used that technology over the years. And I was stunned. But I helped him to edit all of it. And we made a DVD. And this was around 1999, 2000. And um, and that was what really inspired me, you know, after that project uh, to start writing music, right, about UFOs and aliens and stuff like that. But I was doing it a little bit fun still. I wasn't trying to be super serious. Right. So I had a band called the J-Rods and we would go on stage in Hollywood and all of our songs were like punk rock, fun music. But if you listen carefully to the lyrics, it was all about aliens and UFOs and all that stuff. So we started getting a pretty big fan base because like, hey, these guys, what are they singing about? What is that? And they, caught, they started getting really into it. And because we were all 40, 45 years old, we're old guys. And we know that young kids, they don't want to come to a concert and see a bunch of old dudes on stage. So we wore these costumes and we looked like uh, aircraft pilots, like jet aircraft pilots, fighter pilots. And we had full helmets so you couldn't see us. And we had air conditioning units inside the helmets so we could breathe. And we sung all of our songs wearing these helmets. Um, and that was a lot of fun. And it was a way to, you know, be able to sing and get the music out there, get people kind of used to the idea of maybe there are real aliens and UFOs out there. Um, and then uh, flash forward to years later, uh, about a year ago during COVID, when the pandemic hit and everyone was kind of laid off or working from home, I had all this extra time and I hadn't written music in a long time. So I decided to just write 12 songs that all had kind of a conspiracy, alien, UFO feeling to it, but with a sense of humor, right? I'm not like dead serious. I try to have fun with it. And I discovered that I could just on my computer at my house play the bass guitar, which I play, and sing. My son would come in and play a couple of guitar parts, and then I would put down some temporary drum parts. And then I got on this website, Fiverr, uh, F-I-V-E-R-R, -R, where I was able to just get other musicians from all over the world to help me with my song. So I would send it to them, and then one guy in Tennessee would do the guitar part. Uh, I had a guy in uh, Poland who mixed and mastered it, and he works for Warner Music. Um, I had a girl in um, uh, Russia that sings the backup vocals. 
another guy in Spain that did the keyboards. And so kind of like you, where you reach out to people all over the world, I was able to do the same thing. And these songs are just like multinational global talent all over the place, you know, creating these fun songs. Um, so there's 12 songs and I'm making music videos for each one. And it's going to tell a story so that each song connects to the next song. And if you watch all the videos together, it's like you just watched a movie. Sorry, I talked a lot there without letting you talk. I apologize. But that's the, the, the background of what I did. Yeah. And what led me to this new band, which is called Sonic Descent. So which is your own? It's my own. It's just me. Um, this band is, uh, you know, my creation. And it's all just me figuring out who I'm going to invite to step in on this song and help me with some of the instrumentation. But yeah, it's just it's just one guy, just me. Yeah. So you started this, uh, you re recollected the, the music uh, uh, information, uh, which, uh, which was there in your mind uh, years back. Uh, past yeah. year, and then you started uh, working on it. Uh, no, actually, it was it was weird because this wasn't a bunch of music ideas that I had from the past. It was I had a dream one night during COVID, kind of at the beginning of the pandemic when I was working from home, or actually I was laid off from my job, and it, it inspired me to write one song. And so I went to my computer. And I wrote one song and then I got these people to play along with it. And I was surprised that it turned out better than I thought. And it sounded much better than I thought, because nowadays you can get professionals to help you with your music. And you don't have to um, you don't have to find guys in your local town and practice at your house and hope that the drummer shows up for practice. Now you can just get all these great professionals. So after that one song. It inspired me to write a second song, but these aren't anything that I had thought of before. It's just whatever came to my mind, I would just start to sing into the computer and it sounded bad at first. I would just go la la da 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 ba ba ba, you know, and sing these melodies. And then I would go, okay, what's the lyrics to that? And then I would say, oh, this one's going to be about this topic. This one's going to be about this topic. And then I would start to fill in the blanks, but it was all kind of spontaneous and, you know, that kind of thing. Does that so make sense? What is the yeah. so, so what is the response that uh, you got uh, for the 12 uh, sounds? What, what is the response that I got? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, I've recorded all 12 songs, but I only have released one of them so far. And then I'm going to release an album. And I was surprised, really surprised, that on the first song that I released, which is called Lunatic, um, that it got a much bigger response than I thought, that people were coming to me to write articles about it once they realized this whole story that I told you. Um, and, you know, I thought, gosh, if only a hundred people listened to it, that would be fun, that would be good. You know, and I think Lunatic is getting close to maybe 14,000 streams. And there's a bunch of hype now for the next song and I have people on Instagram that are starting to get more interested in it, maybe like you did, because I have all these weird, you know, props um, that I use. Uh, so, so far the response has been really encouraging. And I guess it's a sound that isn't really popular right now. It's kind of 
have an older retro, you know, pop punk sound. And I think nowadays a lot of the music is EDM, you know, uh, type oriented music and hip hop. This isn't any of that. So I, I but I've noticed on my audience is everyone from 18 years old to 65. So that's cool. And the audience is also split between male and female, which is kind of nice. I was surprised to see that too. So tell me about your mindset uh, while creating the music. My, my mindset? Yeah, mind state. So oh, my you, mind you, state? You, yeah. yeah, you decided to create that and uh, which was not existed before. And you want to tell about uh, the story that you heard long back. And uh, you want oh, to yeah. create that fresh feeling. You want to show that uh, imagination of yours to the world. Right. So that's a great question. Um, for me, uh, I already knew that story super well. But I also knew in my mind that you can't tell that kind of stuff to people normally because even a person with an open mind, they'll start to shut down after a few sentences. If you just walk up to someone and say, hey, aliens and UFOs are real because I talked to all these military guys and this is what they told me, you'll just see them to start to go, oh, okay. And they just they don't want to talk about it and they get uncomfortable and they want to go on to something else. It's a natural thing because people don't want their understanding of the world to be shifted too much. You know, there's only, there's a comfort zone. But having done comedy for so long, I said, yeah, but if I could do it in kind of a funny way, you know, tongue in cheek, make it a little bit funny, then people could go, oh, I like the sound. You know, that's kind of a cool older retro 80s sound. And I can see what this guy's doing. He's being kind of funny. But wait a minute, what did he just say? Holy crap. And then they start writing it down and looking into it. And oh my God, that thing he just said is real. I just looked it up on the internet. There really is a Majestic 12 and all these things that I reference in my songs. Um, so that was my psychological approach is to get people to like the music first and then laugh a little bit and then maybe the message gets across. Um, but my message for the whole thing is very much like um, the Beatles. A long time ago, the band, the Beatles in the 60s, they had a cartoon that they put out called the Yellow Submarine. And the message throughout it was, there's bad people in the world and bad things happen, but love you know, is the answer to kind of cure everything. If we can all calm down and just show some compassion. So, in my 12 videos, there's going to be a central character who kind of has that same message. He kind of um, deactivates or de-escalates tense situations and kind of brings humanity together as it kind of goes through time. And it's a so it's a hopeful message. It's a good message, not a dark, dystopian, sad, apocalyptic kind of a thing that's so popular today. Yeah. So expressing your emotion and expressing the information in a funny way is the intelligent thought of yours. Yeah. Yes. I say that. Say that again. I'm so sorry. Can you repeat that question? Sorry. So uh, expressing the emotion and expressing the information that you have in a funny way is the intelligent thought of yours. Do you think that reached uh, the people that you wanted? And uh, do you think that uh, the way you wanted, you expressed it in the way you wanted? Uh, yes. Um, I'm, I'm pretty pick, I'm pretty picky about the final product. So 
I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with how I've been able to uh, complete these songs and and what the videos are starting to look like. So I'm happy with the way it came out and the message. But um, I still have a bunch of videos to create. I'm definitely not even done yet. Um, and I haven't seen people's reactions to the videos yet because I haven't released the first video. I'm going to release that um, in a few weeks. So I don't know yet what the whole reaction is going to be. Right now, people just heard one song and they liked it, you know. Um, but I'm very curious to see what happens once I start releasing, you know, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth video and the fifth song to see how people are responding. I, I hope they like it. Um, I, I'm assuming that the comments in YouTube are going to be all over the board, you know. Hey, this guy's kind of cool too. What in the hell is this dude talking about? Is he insane? You know, I don't know. We'll see. So the information that you collected uh, uh, about uh, the space and uh, the aliens and uh, the space related uh, space related project. So, are you are you personally interested in that, or uh, you just uh, got inspired and uh, you just uh, was connected when the way uh, they said or they projected to you? And uh, you decided because uh, after so many years you decided to write a song on it, and uh, you decided to put your heart and soul and want to uh, uh, put it as pure as possible so that uh, you can uh, create the impact that you wanted. So yeah, is yeah, it's um, it's definitely what you just said, which is I was inspired very recently to get this message out there. Um, and that's what inspired me to start writing music again. And, and so why, why did I suddenly get inspired? Uh, back when I first learned all this information and I would talk to my friends and family and I would get all excited about it and explain, you have to see these videos. You've got to, you know, let me tell you the whole story. They all thought I was completely crazy. And it was kind of a joke that, you know, Jeff, me, I was kind of the conspiracy guy, you know, oh, Jeff, he, he, he believes in all these conspiracies about UFOs and aliens. And it's funny. I get it. All right. But for a long time, all my friends just thought, you know, Jeff's the conspiracy dude. And uh, around 2016, you know, when, uh, uh, you know, uh, Trump, uh, Donald Trump took office, I noticed for whatever reason, um, conspiracy theories started to make it to the mainstream and suddenly everybody believed in all of these conspiracies about you know there's some secret government and they're doing these secret things and they're all coming after us and you know um the 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 q anon uh, group that you know believes in you know these weird things um and i recognized why somebody would get into a conspiracy. I was shocked that there was this much uh, conspiracy related news in the media, but as, as weird as these people sound, as crazy as they sound when they're talking about these nutty conspiracies, I at least was able to relate to why somebody believes in a conspiracy. What is it about the human mind that makes you believe in a conspiracy? And then once you believe in it, you don't believe anything else. You can't see any facts. You won't let anybody talk you out of it. This is the conspiracy. You don't understand. I'm different. I'm unique. I have all the information. You people don't get it. And that became very fascinating to me. And I said, oh, my God, 
I used to be a conspiracy theorist, and now all these people are talking about conspiracies. And so it inspired me to write songs and put out messages where I could say, this is something that really is, I guess, a conspiracy. There really is this whole world that we don't know about, uh, technology that came from elsewhere, aliens are real, the military does know about it, but this is how it works. But also to address the conspiracy mind. Hey, everybody, relax, okay? You have to keep an open mind. You can't just go down one rabbit hole. Your conspiracy might be partly true or not true at all, but you have to be able to just chill out and not freak out about your conspiracy, right? You have to keep an open mind because if you don't, you become a antisocial, paranoid, angry person, right? So that was also the inspiration. I'm like, you know, I think me having gone through all this, maybe it's time that I talk about it a little bit, you know, and maybe it'll help someone. So the, the information that you said involved the uh, psychological thing and uh, uh, the way the people think and at the same time uh, the, conspira the, the conspiracy theories which are already into the uh, world, which are already yeah. into the lot of minds. So then I think uh, this, the best way to convey the message is to create music and send it to the minds. Yeah. I think you did that. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'll, I would be really curious to um, hear what you think if you were to hear more of the music. Uh, I would be very, I would love to hear your feedback uh, to see if you think any of the other stuff is is good too. You know, maybe maybe I could even send you some files if you want to listen to it. But I'm I'll be I'll be very interested to see how people respond, or they maybe they won't respond at all. But um, yes, you're right because music, as we know will create a feeling automatically. I don't have to talk you into it. You either feel it or you don't. And so that's the wonderful thing about music. I can get the audience in the mind state that I want in terms of the emotion and the energy, and then I can slip in my little message, right? I love it, yeah, yeah. So how much time you took uh, to create it? Uh, about one year, it would take me, it would take me about, a month to perfect each song but then you know some songs i would have to put on the shelf a little bit and come back to a couple of months later and keep plugging away but it took me about a year to complete 12 songs um and now i'm just doing some finishing touches on them but yeah it, it took a while yeah so tell me about the difference uh, uh, that your music have uh, and which is already there in the market, uh, which contains the, the same uh, uh, emotion that you are expressing. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've discovered uh, that if I just listen to, I, I, good point. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think the best way to explain this. Uh, so because of things like Pandora, Spotify, SoundCloud, things like that, where I can type in, you know, a band that I like, and it will start to play songs and, and bands that I've never heard of that have that similar message and vibe. Um, I have been able to luckily discover a bunch of new music that's out there that I had never heard of before or would never have known about. Um, but the kind of bands uh, that inspire me are a lot of bands actually from 
a long time ago that I never knew about that I've kind of rediscovered um, where they have this message and it's wound into their music. Again, I mentioned Devo. Um, uh, to a large extent, there was a band called the Ramones. You know, that's a huge legendary band from back in the 70s and 80s where they had this really great energetic get off your feet music. But there was also this message of kind of making fun of the human condition and giving in to insanity. Um, they have this this really cool ongoing message. Um, there's bands like MGMT, which is a band that's been around for a while. Um, they seed in all kinds of really thought-provoking, incredible messaging through this really lush, um, uh, reverb, almost 60s-sounding wash of music, which I love. Um, uh, music that I'm not necessarily a fan of would just be kind of mainstream, where you just have a beat and a little bit of talking. Um, I'm much more into large sweeps of sound, you know, that that really bring you into it. And um, so bands like that. There's another band that I really love uh, called Crocodiles, and they also have some really cool messaging and just an incredible, almost like a retro 60s sound. Uh, so I could go on and on. There's a lot of them out there. But I never would have known about them if it hadn't been for, you know, SoundCloud, Pandora, you know, all these things. It's incredible. Yeah. So... So what is what are the instruments uh, that you have used uh, to create the emotion that you wanted and uh, that you wanted to create? If it is uh, okay for you, you can tell. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so at the core of each song is what you would expect, you know, drums, bass, and guitar. That's in every song. But I have uh, about a third of my songs have an entire horn section. So that would be trumpet, trombone, saxophone. Um, and they come in during the chorus for this giant, you know, uh, brass sound. I also have a lot of uh, keyboards, uh, synthesizers, making all kinds of sweeping sounds and just kind of textures that kind of trickle and ripple through, right? Um, that's uh, largely from me loving bands like, and again, I'm going back to the 80s, so forgive me, it's a long time ago, but there were bands like Flock of Seagulls and The Cars, and uh, Gary Newman. And these are the kinds of bands that really heavily used that keyboard sound to evoke this like, whoa, this is a weird song, where are we going? And it kind of takes you on this journey. So there's a lot of keyboards, synthesizers. Um, in one of the songs, I have uh, a theremin. I don't know if you've ever heard of a theremin, but a theremin kind of has that, you know, the kind of science fiction sound. And it's basically, you play it by this little, device where you move your hand away from it, it makes this kind of, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I have that. Uh, let's see, what else do I have? Um, I had a little bit of harmonica in one of them. And I'm writing for the second album, which I'm kind of writing for right now. Um, I'm also using violin and mandolin. Um, and I might even use a little pedal steel guitar in the background on one of them. So I a lot of different instruments, yeah. Uh, your music is already out now. So uh, your co-creators, what what are the creators uh, told to you after putting it out? Oh, what what, what was their feedback from them? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh -huh. feedback, uh, their observation about um, that. Uh, I haven't gotten 
too much because my relationship with them is always pretty brief. Um, these aren't people that I'm uh, communicating with on, on long-term conversations. Uh, it's basically, you know, I contact them on this website, Fiverr, and we talk very briefly in a chat. I send them my tracks and I give them an idea of what I want. And then they'll send back a couple versions for me to pick and choose. And once it's done, that's kind of it for that relationship. And I'll go back to the same person. But um, the only the only sad part about this is when you have a, a band where you're all together in the same room, you become friends, you know, you have all this feedback and you all talk about it. When you have this type of an arrangement where, like I said, one guy's in Poland, one guy's in Russia, one guy's over here, you just don't have that. So I do send the final mixed version of the song to the person that helped me out just in case they want to hear it. And the people that have gotten back to me have always been like, oh, my gosh, this turned out great. Thank you so much. I look forward to the next project. But um, that's about it. Yeah, we don't we don't have like ongoing friendships, really. So what do you personally think about uh, these uh, invisible things, aliens and uh UFOs. Sure. Uh, I, I can I can give you the the really quick uh, explanation of that that I give to people. If somebody walks up to me and says, how is the so here's the first question. Um, how is it possible that all of this has been hidden and we don't know about it? If there really are aliens, if they really did take their technologies and use them, um, how could we not know about it? Nobody can keep a secret like that. And so I believe, based on what these guys told me, who are in, in the military and the government at the highest levels, that there's a thing called the military-industrial complex. It's basically the military, and they're married to private corporations, so they can hide information amongst each other. And what happens is, some guy who's a general in the military says, this is all BS. There's no such thing as aliens or UFOs. If there was, I would know about it. Meanwhile, there's a guy that's seven ranks below him that knows everything about it. And it's what's called black ops, um, black operations, meaning super secret. Um, they don't report to anybody. Money gets funneled to them through secret projects that the president doesn't even vote on. And they're able to have these programs that has no government oversight whatsoever because it's the military and private corporations working together. So because of that, the reality is our government doesn't really know anything. When we go to them and say, tell us all about UFOs, just like they did recently, right? They were told that they had to release all this information. Trump asked them to do that. And um, uh, they're like, we don't know. Uh, here's what we have. I don't know. And it's the truth. They don't know. Meanwhile, there's all these programs going on underneath their nose that is super secret. So I do believe that's real. And that really has been happening since the 1940s. So what is that? 60, almost 80 years that's been going on. Um, I really do believe that when people look up in the sky and they see these weird UFOs zipping around and doing all these things, like like recently came out with the Navy where the Pentagon said, yes, we have footage that was captured by the Navy showing this device doing this. That's real. We don't know what it is. I believe them. But a lot of those devices are our technology. 
The military doesn't even know about it, but it has been invented and it is being used. And it's not even alien or UFO, it's, it's us. Um, so I do believe in that. Uh, and I do, of course, believe that aliens exist out there in the universe since we're just one tiny little galaxy and there's billions and billions and billions of other galaxies out there. You would have to be foolish to ever think that there's not other intelligent life. And it's also been described to me how they can travel great distances very quickly. So I do believe that there's all kinds of ways to bend and fold space so that you don't have to go all the way in a straight line. So I believe pretty much all of it, frankly. Um, but when somebody comes to me with a conspiracy, I'm very open-minded. I, I, I'll consider it, but I'm not the kind of person to just jump in and believe anything anyone tells me. I'm, I'm very uh, structured in terms of how I analyze this stuff, yeah. Does that answer the question? I don't know, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And it, uh, it is convincing. It's what, convincing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was convinced, you know, after the 50th person, you know, was interviewed, I'm like, okay, I give up. You know, something's going on. This seems to be real, so. Yeah, like you said, I'll be super curious what the response is, you know, once I have my videos out there. It should be fun to see people's response. Yeah. And uh, tell me about the lyrics. Sure. So uh, each song has uh, a, a theme to it. Um, for instance, the song that I just wrote called Lunatic, uh, which is it's a it's a short story. So all my songs are basically meant to be a short story about one part of this little movie that I'm writing. Uh, I write the lyrics so that they play into my little short film ideas. So Lunatic, for instance, is, uh, it's about um, love and relationships between whoever um, and how once you've completely committed to that person, you accept the good, you accept the bad, and nothing can deter you from being locked into, connected to, and in love with that person. That's, that's what those lyrics are about on one level, but pulling back, the lyrics are also about specifically a male and female astronaut who are botanists uh, and, and they crash land on the moon and the girl dies and the man is still alive. And as he's running out of oxygen, he completes their mission, which was to plant um, uh, flowers and different types of um, uh, you know, uh, plants on the moon for a future moon base. And so that video tells the story of their love continuing on even after their death and sticking with the person you love. And it kind of ends with, you know, they're on the moon and they're both dead, but you can see all the flowers that have bloomed on the surface of the moon and it kind of pulls away. It's just one little story about, you know, how far you'll go to be with your other person and how souls get connected. So, so sometimes the lyrics are uh, super simple. Uh, and sometimes I like lyrics that, yes, they rhyme, but they don't always have to rhyme. But sometimes I like to just put words that don't necessarily complete a normal sentence. They just play off of each other to create imagery, right? Um, so... All of my lyrics are posted, you know, people can read through them and see, but um, I'm not a big fan of, 
I love you, you love me, now you left me, you know, those kinds of songs. I like to create imagery, you know, and have words that are just put together to create an image, even though in a normal sentence that wouldn't go together. I don't know if that helps at all to understand, but yeah. This is deep and uh, it's it's really good. Uh, the, I, I think in the same way you think. So the way you use the words to, yeah. uh, uh, to, to create an uh, emotion that you wanted or to tell the emotion that you wanted to the minds that uh, who are uh, watching or listening to you. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and the one thing that I've, I've never seen before, maybe, maybe you have, I, I don't think I've ever seen it where a band had an album and they were able to make a video for every song. Usually it's only a video for two or three of the songs and the videos connect to each other in order and they tell a story that's linear. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Usually, you know, music videos are just like, I don't know, completely different things. And I also, um, I'm not a big fan of music videos that don't have anything at all to do with the song. You know, sometimes you'll hear the lyrics, but the video has nothing to do with that. And you're kind of like, huh, I wonder what the lyrics are even about. I'm not getting anything here. I just, they're just running around and now there's jello and now they're jumping off of something. And what did, what did it all mean? I don't know. So I'm trying really hard to get people to understand what my lyrics meant specifically for that song. So nobody ever has to read my lyrics and go, huh, I wonder what he means by that. Just go to the video. It explains exactly what I meant by that. And you never have to guess. That's the idea. So as a creator, as a music generator, as an emotion generator, as an emotion creator, uh, you pulling out uh, uh, people from their own mind states and uh, trying to uh, involve, make them involve uh, in the imagination that you have yeah. is a very tough task and very tough job. So tell me about uh, the work uh, that you did, the, the, the kind of work that you did uh, to, to make this happen. Yeah, um, I, 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 what, what you're saying is true. Those, all those things have to happen for a perfect experience. You know, the perfect experience would be somebody's just watching the video because they heard the song and they kind of like it. And they're like, oh, okay. Oh, that's what this is about. Oh, that's a weird thing. What's he talking about? Hey, I'm going to go on the internet maybe and check that out. Oh my God, is this real? What's going on here? That's the perfect scenario. But um, I don't write the songs thinking in my mind that all of that has to happen because then I don't think I would be able to just openly write the song. Like I have to kind of forget about that a little bit, push that off to the side, not so much worry about exactly what the experience is gonna be and am I gonna get them in there. I have to really just kind of be true, you know, to what I'm feeling and first and foremost, just write the song, just, just write it. Don't even worry if it's not the one that people love, maybe nobody will listen to it, but, I don't want to ever be in a situation where I'm trying to perfectly handcraft a song so that as many people as possible like it. I would rather just whatever comes from my gut, that's the core of it. And then, yes, I'll try to make a good music video. I'll try to do a few things to get people into it. But I don't think about that during my process. In my process, I just, I'm just kind of true to how I feel. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got you. Okay. So you got this extra talent, uh, uh, the, the the communicating medium. This one of the arts 
uh, one of the important and uh, uh, the famous ads which is music uh, in order to send uh, the message that you have in order to send uh, uh, the information that you have or uh, in order to send the emotion or the feeling that you have you know how exactly uh, it reaches you know all in your, uh, all your experience you have heard uh, your ears have heard a lot of sounds different sounds different yes. musical instruments mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, different sounds which are coming from the nature or from the environment so how how you see as a mu- uh, how uh, as a creator uh, what is music for you and uh, what you did for music and what music did for you sure yeah um just like anybody out there you know even people that probably say they don't like listening to music they probably were still inspired by music to some extent you know almost everybody is it's a natural thing and i'm no different than a lot of people you know even as a little kid you know 3 years old i would listen to vinyl albums and and just kind of dream and daydream and let the songs take me where they would take me and you know just love that experience but the one thing i've noticed is that um a large part of music is in your brain you're kind of filling in the blanks and here's what i mean i look back on songs that i thought were these giant epic big instrument songs from when i was a kid and i go back to them and listen to them and i listen very carefully to the mix what's exactly in that song and i'm oftentimes shocked I'm shocked that all you really hear in the mix is mostly the vocals and the melody that the singer is singing, a little bit of drums in the background, some guitars if that's what it is, but mostly the instruments are are surprisingly minimalistic and the vocals are at the top and that's what drives the song and your brain is what kind of filled in the blanks, right? I think of a song and I go, "Oh, that was that giant great song from when I was a kid and it was just this crazy guitar song and man, it was a great party tune and oh man, it was so loud and fun." And then you go back to it and that's not really how it was recorded at all. Your brain just filled in the blanks. It made it into this big song that you remember, you know? And so, um, knowing that and that, you know, um, you don't have to specifically have a big sound to make people feel that emotion um that's been really eye opening for me you know so so some of my songs uh i've now been you know minimalistic on the instrumentation and i let the the vocal melody carry it and that creates a whole separate mood on its own and it surprises me and i'm like huh interesting right i don't have to have big distorted guitars and all that stuff i can make people's minds go there just by taking them along with the lyric flow So, yeah. When you start mixing and mastering stuff and really drilling down, you start to listen more carefully. You're like, "Huh, interesting. Okay." You know? So, what is the first sound or uh, the first music that created impact in you and that you cannot forget? Uh when I was a little kid, I think I might have been 4 or 5 years old. I have I have a lot of distinct memories of being very little. I don't know why. They're in my head and I have I have a lot of memories uh from childhood. Um my brother who's a lot older than me had a Doors album, The Doors, and one of their big songs back in the 60s was a song called Light My Fire. 
and it had a really great keyboard part in it. And Jim Morrison, who's a legendary, you know, rock star, you know, of course, the singer. And that's the first time as as a human being that a song evoked emotion and it would just completely lift my mood. And I would get really excited when the song came on and I would totally go along with the emotion of the song as a kid. I would dance in front of the little you know, record player at my parents' living room. And that's the first time I remember going, wow, music is so cool, you know? And that was my first experience. Yeah, but it was, I was young. I think I was four years old. Yeah. And then the, the big, my big thing was the, like I said, the Yellow Submarine by the Beatles. I had that album and that was a huge impact on me. It was, it was a cartoon that kids could watch. But on a much larger level, that was the kind of message I wanted to bring across, you know, this all these songs that kind of connect and create this message of hope. Really cool. Can I say you are a scientist in music? You Can you say that? Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. And an alchemist, maybe. Yeah, I like to mix it and match it and make it. all. Yeah, sure. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, you know, you know exactly what. Uh, uh, what are the instruments and what are the lyrics or what are the words that uh, are needed to tell exactly the emotion that you wanted and you know where uh, and how to hit uh, uh, the mind? Yes, but again, uh, I, I said kind of at the beginning of this that, that you're creating in a vacuum. Uh, I don't have a lot of input from other people other than I can't really trust my family and friends because they love me. And they're just going to always say, it's great. Oh, that's so cool. Good for you. You know, you can't, you can't trust that, you know? So, um, uh, I don't, I don't know how it's sounding to other people. I just really stick with my gut. That's all. And, and if I'm listening back to it and it's making me go in these emotional areas, I hope and pray that other people are like me and that's all I can do. Right. I'm not trying to scientifically tailor it to be perfect for others. I just scientifically tailor it so if I listen to it, I go, oh, okay, yeah, that's driving me. I felt all those emotions. I hope someone else does. Yeah. So you first uh, uh, try to uh, impress and uh, impact on yourself so that uh, you believe. Yeah, yeah so that's that all I have. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have, you know. I, I have to just go by myself and, uh, and, and, and hope other people respond, you know. And, and that's the great thing about today uh, is you can – have a worldwide audience and eventually your core group, the people that really resonate with your music, they will eventually find you as long as you can keep putting it out there in clever ways. So I'm trying to be as clever as I can. I'm trying to give people as much as I can visual, you know, the, the music videos, comedy, um, weird conspiracy stuff. And, or you can just listen to the music and go cool song, you know, however you want to enjoy it, you can. Um, and then hopefully, you know, if you and I had a conversation five years from now, maybe there's a, a bit of a following, you know, maybe people really dug it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. So creating uh, uh, music uh, for human emotions is different from uh, creating uh, 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 music for, uh, for the invisible things, UFOs and aliens. You are trying to create an impact uh, by sending the information uh, which is not so convincing. Not many people in the world uh, will connect uh, or uh, uh, connect with the information or connect with the imagination of 
uh, this because since because since the, not, not many people like uh, it is a very controversial topic but uh, but still yes. not many people like uh, like me the technical people who are into technology you know they strongly believe i'm a tech guy uh, uh, i i strongly believe that there are species there are species uh, other than in uh, other than on earth there there, there might be there, there is possibility but you bringing that into this world and people who are not into this but you decided to put uh, 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 put the sounds and the and the and the words that you have and trying to create an emotion so while you uh, while you are creating this so what what was your uh, uh, thinking so uh, because you are reaching you 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 wanted to reach everybody yeah what was my thinking in including the alien and UFO message was that was that uh huh yeah because you, uh, you yeah. wanted to reach uh, you know everybody who is who is oh, into oh, right. the space subject and who is not yeah. into the space subject yeah so uh, my thinking is that uh, from a psychological level human behavior my thinking is um, I want people to at least be exposed to this idea that maybe things have been a little bit different than you thought over the last 60 years. Maybe there are these secrets, maybe there are these things that have been kept from us, but at the end of the day, it's all good. It's all amazing technologies that could really help mankind. Um, if we all just got together as the human race and said, you know, wouldn't that be wonderful if there was something else out there, you know, uh, in the universe and we're not alone, um, and maybe we could be nicer to each other because now we know that we're in a bigger community I think if that message were to penetrate even slightly and people were to consider it, they would go, oh, maybe I can relax a little bit and be happy that the earth isn't by itself and maybe I should love my neighbor a little bit more and gosh, there's a much bigger universe out there. Um, but also wanting to just have people love the music and just be happy with it, I don't make it in your face. I don't pound it into your face, you know, in the in the songs or in the music videos. But if you watch, if you listen to the song, you're probably not going to get any message from it regarding aliens and UFOs. You'll hear the word UFO in a couple of them. You'll hear some words and go, oh, I wonder what this is about. But if you watch the music video, you'll see images and things happening where the viewer's going to go, what is that? And then it's gone. It goes to the next thing. It's like, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. What did he just do there? What is that? Right? What? And then you type it in and you can do your own investigation and you'll see that there's this bigger world out there. But that's the way that I try to lace it in, you know, that way. Yeah. So I'm I hope sure I in coming. Yeah, yeah, go on. No, no, uh, go ahead. So I'm sure in coming days, uh, you're going to be the, the right person to tell the information the space information maybe nasa or isro indian space uh, research oh, institute yeah. or uh, the 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 spacex the elon musk uh, who is working on uh, uh, the, the 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 internet uh, and uh, other other like uh, blue origin mm -hmm. uh, the amazon uh, person uh, who is uh, spending time so i think uh, you are the right person to create uh, uh, the, the 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 effect or uh, try to send the information uh, the space information maybe they they may be after seeing this video or uh, after they listening to you on my podcast maybe they 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 may connect uh, with the explanation and the understanding and the 
uh, and the broad uh, perspective that you have i think maybe they connect with your uh, thinking and maybe they select you or they 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 think that uh, you're the right person to send information because music is one of the uh, best ways to send information into the yeah. minds it's the softest way it's the nicest way you know yeah. and uh, nobody wants to have people preach to them you know talk at them nobody wants that hey let me tell you my conspiracy theory you better listen to me <laughs> nobody likes that right but i think this is a really nice way to do it like when you're a kid and your mom gives you medicine you need the medicine right it is going to help you but nobody likes medicine so yeah. you know you put a little sugar in it you mix it in with uh you know something else and then all yeah. of a sudden it's like oh okay you know yeah. <laughs> so hopefully this this delivery method is good we'll see so at last to my audience and to the world uh, who is listening and watching this so tell me uh, the uh, how your music how your artwork uh, differentiates from uh, uh, with the sound which is already there in the market and what is the unique thing that you have that world don't have um i i i i'm not 100% i i i feel like uh the sound and and the inspiration for what you're hearing from the instruments and stuff um and what i'm getting from a lot of the music critics that have listened to my song they all kind of say the same thing um had you released this music back in the late 80s or the 90s you know it would have been huge but i haven't heard this kind of music in a long time this is sort of like pulling from old stuff and now it's maybe it's new again so um you know it's definitely not the kind of sound that you typically hear nowadays i don't think anyway um and what was the other part of the question sorry yeah the same thing that you are saying say say it again i'm sorry what was the other part of the question can you can you repeat what what what, what is the difference that uh, that people can observe uh, in your in your, oh, when when they compare your music sure. with other music which is there which is already oh. there in the market and what is the unique thing that you have that world don't have oh oh so and i totally understand what you mean like um uh, the music that's already dead in the market you know kind of older sounding music right that's that's not popular anymore is that is that what you mean yeah okay um uh hmm I mean I I hope I don't know for sure but I hope that uh my music feels like it pulls from an older sound and an older style but hopefully it feels fresh to people right like even though this isn't the most popular thing in the market even though it pulls from a lot of bands that aren't around anymore um it's kind of a new presentation of that there's something about it you know that that drives us forward um I try to keep it energetic. I try to I try to evoke emotion and create moods. And I think even if your music is reminiscent of something that came before that's no longer popular, if you can still evoke emotion, if you can still create people to have imagery in their minds, then they're probably going to connect to it regardless, you know? Um so that that's my hope anyway. And then like I said, if they were to bother to actually look at the music video that goes with it, then i think there's a difference because i don't think there's a lot of bands out there that have kind of an overlying theme and message that plays out on each and every video and if you were to take your lunch break and spend 40 minutes and watch all 12 videos back to back to back it would be like you just watched a short film on netflix 
It all connects into one big thing. So I think that differentiates it a little bit. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm sure uh, it reaches to larger audience and uh, makes uh, uh, makes them think about what you are trying to say. And uh, I'm sure not only from a particular part of the world, uh, uh, people from anywhere who listens to it, uh, because I, I'm understanding that you have a deep knowledge about uh, uh, how to create and uh, where to create and what to create. Uh, I'm sure uh, the people with uh, this much clarity and uh, uh, understanding will reach uh, uh, without uh, thinking about the response, without thinking about who is going to connect and uh, where, right. from where they they are they are going to get response. The only yeah. thing is, uh, uh, people with uh, your way of thinking, uh, who knows how to create, what to create, will reach uh, wherever they want, uh, wherever they uh, even they, they don't need to put. Uh, uh, a target definitely mm -hmm. uh, but they if they put their mind definitely uh, it will reach and i saw a lot of people reaching there like great creators i'm sure you're going to be one of the uh, one of uh, 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 the great creators in the hmm. world wow uh, i that is probably the nicest thing that anyone's uh, said to me thank you so much man i, I i'm thank you i i sure hope that and, uh, you know, what I what I really hope the greatest thing that could come of any of this is, you know, feedback like you just gave me where somebody said, hey, I, I, I love this. This this helped me. Uh, now I understand these new things or I don't know anything about that alien and UFO stuff, but I love that song and it had this effect on me. I think that's all anyone ever wants. Um, if what you said is true, that would be great, too, of course. But thank you, man. That's a that's nice of you to say. Appreciate it. Because the clarity that you have, how to express even uh, the unknown information, can also uh, uh, can reach to the world. Uh, because mm -hmm. uh, you you are expressing it in the way uh, uh, in the way uh, you have the exact information that you have, and uh, you have the medium, the the art, the the, the sounds and the lyrics and. Uh, it is like a commun. It is one of the communication mediums, and uh, you know how to create music. I think that is the best way. One day, definitely, uh, the market they are going. They have to take it. But the purity, I can understand. It your music will have the pure emotion, the purest emotion, because you know uh, what you are saying and uh, what you are going to say by understanding. The long discussion of ours. Mm. That is what I understood. You are, you are, you look like very good uh, and uh, good communicator and very particular about things. Even the small things, you are very uh, conscious and uh, curious. I think uh, yeah. this is this is this is what every human being should have in any art. If he yeah. is in any uh, art work or if he is any field, uh, this this is this is what uh, works for any human being. That is what I believe as a creator. Yep. Thank you. you. You summed it up beautifully. Um, and I feel bad for anyone out there that wants to create. And for some reason, they haven't been able to discover the medium uh, that they want that they should use or they haven't been able to uh, utilize it or get good enough at it that they can make it effective for them. So, um, yeah, you just got to keep trying and trying and experimenting and experimenting. And it all just comes from a drive of wanting to get the message out somehow. And again, you know, I hope that through music and, 
you know, um, tweaking these songs that there can be a message, you know. So hopefully we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, at last as a creator, as a as a music creator, as an observer, as a person who is into psychological things. What? Yeah. Can, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So as a person uh, uh, who, who is into different things, who is into psychological things and who is into music and who, is, yeah. who understands exactly what works in the, uh, as, a, uh, as a communicator. So what do you say about my work? Uh, have you seen any videos of mine on YouTube? And, uh, and uh, about, yeah. tell me a few words about uh, this, this conversation of ours and uh, yeah. about my skills, my yes. understanding and my knowledge. So um, one of the things that I, that I do... Um, when I'm not doing music is I'm a, a trainer and I, I train uh, folks in different skill sets. And one of them is listening, right? So what I get from you, uh, when I look at the vast differences in the people that you have interviewed from everywhere, from all different types of professions, um, many of them professions that a lot of people might even overlook you know, contributions that these people have, uh, expertise, mindsets, thoughts, uh, knowledge that can largely get overlooked. Somehow you look at that and say, oh man, J just like I was doing, the message, the knowledge of these people and, and the shared wisdom needs to get out there. We all need to hear this, right? So that's kind of where you start. But what you have that's very unique and different than a lot of people, in my opinion, and I don't know you that well, but I, from what I can see, is you're a really good listener, right? You actually uh, start with these open-ended questions and you get people to start feeling comfortable and talking about themselves and sharing probably to a larger extent than they've ever shared with anyone else before. And they start to feel comfortable and that's where the magic happens. So. I, t I try to teach people to do that all the time in my day job, you know, um, be a good listener, find out, you know, pull out of somebody what's happening inside of them. And to do that, you need to ask certain questions and then sit back and listen and let them. And right. And I've noticed with you as an interviewer, you listen very carefully and then you just tweak it a little bit and ask one more question that kind of nudges it, you know, back in the direction this way or this way. And then you sit back and you let the person talk. That's where you discover the most, right? So that's that's really smart. I mean, I got that right away. And I was shocked that I kept thinking, now what is what is he getting out of this? I mean, do I see a bunch of advertisements? Do I see that he's sponsored by somebody? What? No, it just seems like you have an actual drive in your heart to learn about other humans. And that's that's weird in this world because technology you're a technologist you you know it's yes it's connected us to more people but you're using it in a good way you're using it to connect and have open conversations using our face and our mouth and actually talking to each other that's very rare these days everyone's kind of sucking into their phone right and their minds are just on this and they're not communicating with anyone they think they are but they're not and people are becoming less and less interested in just having open dialogue using your mouth. And you're the kind of guy that's like, hey man, there's a whole world of people out there. There's a million fascinating stories. Let's share it. Let me just reach out to people. And it's a testament to you because 
you know, you just messaged me on Instagram. I don't know you. you. You didn't even really introduce yourself that much. You didn't have to. I could just instantly go, who is this guy? Oh, this is so cool, man. Look at what he's doing. Yeah, I'll be on your show. That's great, dude. And here we are, you know, so that's a magic, man. You've got something about you that people instantly trust. They open up and you're a sincere guy. But I would really like to ask you a question. Um, what what are you hoping to get from from your interviews? What do you have kind of a what you're trying to achieve in terms of what you would love to see? Or are you already seeing it? And you're already happy with the result. It's uh, it's good that uh, I'm hearing different people and who are into different professions and uh, listening to uh, different experiences and uh, which which I'm not into and uh, which I uh, most of the people think that uh, it is not uh, their subject but I believe that life is full of all colors not only single color you you are not here on this planet just to learn only one thing so you have to uh, fill your uh, life experience or uh, enjoy everything that and listen to everybody there are a lot of people like you know as a music creator i'm sure you 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 don't fix for one particular music or one particular music instrument or one particular singer or one particular uh, 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 set of words you you want to listen every 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 other people or every other things in order to create your own uh, uh, you collect from one thing from this thing, uh, one person and one, 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 one thing from other person. Like it is like collecting from everybody and creating your own thing. So that when, when you, when you talk to more people and who are into different professions, different experiences, listen to the, it, you know, you, you will know a lot of things and it is very easy today these days you have technology you have just mobile in your phone and and you you have just a mobile in your uh, pocket and just use it for your personal growth and at the same time the people who are coming into your show or who are talking with you also should get benefit it it should be it can be one person because they are giving their valuable time to you so we have to give like equal importance to them mm-hmm. like so that is how yeah. uh, even like you mentioned, I'm not getting ads. I'm not monetizing this uh, uh, videos, or I'm not getting anything. You know, people say this is long, long length videos. You won't get uh, revenue from from this. Not many people listen to right. long uh, uh, yeah. conversations. But I just uh, destroyed that uh, imagination. Now my audiences are ready to listen to three to four hours. But if if it contains valuable and the the pure and the quality information, any human being from any part of the world can put their time because it changes the way they are thinking. Because I I don't think in just ten to fifteen minutes I can't put a creator or a person who is into art from long time I can't put fifteen to twenty minutes. It's it's very important. And like you said, I have to be a great listener for for long time in order to know what exactly that they have experience so that I can tell uh, 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 to the audience and to, to the viewers who are, who are listening to me. And it, even it can be one or two important people if it reaches, if, uh, if their message or their uh, uh, talent or their skill goes, it is not only me that I'm getting benefit, it, it is also like me growing and people with me, they are also growing. So this is, this was my concept, and a lot of great people are uh, collaborating with me, and uh, 
coming to my show like i'm not only doing uh, uh, non technical videos i am into i have a technical channel too yesterday i did a person i did a uh, interview of a person who works in microsoft who was into microsoft for 25 years and uh, who said completely a different subject which is which is completely technical so this everything is interconnected even i think even music was also it's a mm-hmm. collection of different emotions and different information so mm-hmm. i think every subject involves everything so if we if we if we put the only thing we should have is time if we have time we can create something which is quality and definitely like you said uh, like what you are doing in your work i'm doing i'm putting the same effort and same uh, uh consciousness in my work and uh, and that is working and that is working for me and that works for many people like you yeah yeah it's it's and it's so interesting cuz in my situation i'm taking things that i want to share and emotions that i want to get across and sending them out to hope that it resonates you're starting from the perspective of you yourself as a person on the earth you actually want to learn from all these different perspectives from all these different people so you're starting with you yourself wanting to be enriched by all these different people and then you're hoping that the other message that comes across is that hey if you're watching this maybe you also want to learn from a bunch of different people like I am right so it's really cool that yours is starting from a journey of you yourself want to learn and you're hoping other people will also feel the same way as you That's really cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And when I see how many videos you have and all these different people I'm like, "Oh my god." I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. How how long have you been doing this for? Is it a few years or what? One year. One year. I one guess. year. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Year. Oh my god. If you keep doing it for the next 5 years, you're going to have like, you know, 1000 videos up there. That's incredible. Yeah. They yeah. they might even have to, they might even have to archive them for the permanent human record of all these different you know examples of different people in different professions maybe you're going to become the next you know wikipedia or the next giant <laughs> archive you know we'll see <laughs> do you know sir uh, we i just uh, love doing what i'm doing and uh, like you great people coming on to my show and uh, telling about uh, you know the 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 work uh, that uh, you you are doing and putting efforts in and uh, that that actually inspires a lot of people and uh, and also tells about the work that you are doing you know also they they can hear what uh, you you also doing so i want to i want to tell uh, i want to put uh, if you send me your links your your links i will put in the sure. description of this video oh, people cool. who finds our video yeah. uh, can find your links and also i'll put cool. i'll display on the screen uh, the the your your band people from oh, india thanks. or anywhere who are following yeah. me uh, can sure. uh, can find your uh, band and uh, they cool. can hear like you said one only one uh, uh, one track is out uh, the the remaining tracks they are going to i'm sure they are going to feel something new from uh, uh, from you because yeah, uh, because yeah, of yeah, the clarity yeah, that you have yeah. Yeah. thanks thank you yeah that's really great i look forward to that thank you yeah i really appreciate this man that was it was a lot of fun to uh, learn a little bit more about you too so Thank you for giving me a platform to explain my weird world that I'm in. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's it's my pleasure for giving uh it's my pleasure to have you on my show and uh, hear to your valuable information and uh, uh your your valuable work. So can I can I put this audio and video clip on my YouTube channel with your permission? Yes, you have my permission. Yeah. And also on my uh, uh social media internet podcast website everywhere for the promotion and for for every purpose. Yeah, for all mediums, no problem, sure.
yeah thank you jeff for yeah. giving me your valuable time and uh, Thanks, keep going man. keep doing what you love and i'm sure a lot of people are going to affected because of your presence and because of Thanks, your buddy. Uh, work thank you so much and and i mean it when i say likewise i know that you're doing a great thing so thank you so much man we'll we'll both keep going how's that awesome yeah definitely All right. and uh, and whenever your music comes out tell me and uh, we'll talk about it again you bet buddy i sure will thank you so much all right thank yeah. you sir Bye. okay have a good night take care